Hello, everyone. This is Jeff from the Cyber Pro Podcast, back with another episode where industry leaders share their insights. It's five questions in eight minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's jump in. In a few sentences, Patrick, please tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Uh, I am a IT business consultant. Uh, I work with small, medium, and even Fortune 500 companies on finding some of the high-end to low-end cybersecurity and IT infrastructure that everyone is, you know, needing more and more by the day. And um, it's a great job. I love it. And uh, growing up a computer kid, this is this is where I always thought I'd be. Somehow, not sure why. Just this is. IT technology, that was going to be my life. Just knew it from the kid. <laughs> Thought, thoughts or things, you've made it happen. So congratulations on that. Thank, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, you said that people are needing every day. I would correct you. Not correct. I would say, I would cross that off and say people need this on every hour. And it's yeah. only getting bigger. Absolutely. Um, so on that, can you share with us, uh, the most fascinating aspect or a fascinating aspect about being a cyber professional during these crazy times? Well, you know, uh, the interesting thing that I find about being in this role during these times is I've been doing B2B IT sales in some way since 2000. And when I started, technology was not about security at all. It was about making things more fun. It was Internet of Things, right? It was, we can make a conference room interact with your cell phone. Wow, how cool. We can let a little car, HD card that gets you in your, your building, we can use that to print your documents. That's so cool. Technology was fun and exciting, and that's where all the emphasis was. And because it was fun and exciting, it was never a priority. It was at the bottom. If you dealt with a room full of chiefs, the CIO wasn't even invited. He had he was back in his office, busy working about budgeting for the CFO. And watching that change these last ten years more than ever is amazing. Chiefs are now there's multiple. We have multiple IT chiefs at the table now, and they are far beyond budget. They are sitting at the table and they're telling the board, not the CEO, how are we going to protect our infrastructure? How are we going to protect our data and our customers? And that. Being there to witness that change has been just amazing for me because, I mean, literally, I remember calling customers and we would be sitting there and we would be waiting for the CIO to get permission to get our proposals out in front of somebody who was actually, imagine 20 years ago, CIOs, never a decision maker on anything that cost more than a couple of thousand dollars. They didn't have the authority. And now they're mandating budgets to the CFOs. The CFOs are going to the CIOs and go, okay, you're first up. What do you need in your budget this year? And that is such a shift. And unfortunately, part of that is um, the fact that everything is, you know, either cloud-based or internet-based in some fashion. And the other part of that is everything that's on the internet is now the, on the wild, wild west, right, of this, this infrastructure platform that Anyone in the world who decides they want to can try to take you down or try to, you know, get into your systems, steal your data, get anything they can. And it's, it's just absolutely crazy. Yeah, that, and that is a, a perfect segue into the, the, the meat of this podcast, which is, you know, what insights or advice 
around the urgency of security awareness training would you like to share with our community? Well, I have to tell you that um, cybersecurity is no longer a like, should we have it? Could we have it? How much should we invest? It's now mandatory. It's now, hey, do you need a business license? Do you need, do you need to do um, different kinds of trainings depending on your state, like, like sexual harassment training? You now need cybersecurity. It's not optional. I, I know companies as small as five employees who have been ruined by a cyber threat out of business. And there are businesses that we all know that have had to been bailed out by the federal government or they would have followed suit, including this massive pipeline breach on the East Coast. So it's no longer um, what, you know, can we do it? It's we have to do it. And it's no longer a matter of will we get attacked? It's when will we get attacked and how will we be prepared when we're attacked? And that's just the reality of it. So, you know, there's so many layers. We all talk about, oh, you need a firewall. Great. We, you know, but the days of somebody just trying to get in right into the front, the blunt force right into your, you know, guessing passwords, or maybe a Saudi prince has got an inheritance for you. Just send me your, we'll send you a check for 10 months. Those days are gone. They're done. Right. Sure. People are probably still scanning your, your your public IPs to see if there's something weak. But the reality is cyber criminals have gotten smart, clever and successful. And if you are an IT executive of any kind, manager, CIO, CISO, and you're not looking at your infrastructure holistically from top to bottom, wherever you're not looking, that's where the cyber criminals are paying a lot of attention and you're going to be in real trouble. Yeah, very well put. Uh, and the one of the chief takeaways is, you know, cybersecurity is no longer a cog in the machine. It no. is generating the machine at this point. And that's, yeah. that's good for all of us. Uh, so, hey, that was a heavy topic. I'm going to go back to you with a bonus question, but let's have some fun for 30 seconds. And sure. tell me a little bit about your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile. Well, I'll tell you, now this one always throws people for a loop because I grew up with the old dialers, right? And the old school DOS shell workstations. And a lot of people say, oh, you must have an affinity for that. I'm going to tell you my favorite old piece of technology is a vinyl record player. I love vinyl music. I love the way it sounds. I am big into music. It, it, I, when I'm working on my proposals, when I'm working on my, my cybersecurity analysis, I put a vinyl record on and I let it play in the background. And I get a lot of people because they're all into high def audio and surround. Why? Why vinyl? You can't you can't replicate an analog sound like a vinyl record digitally. You just can't. Um, it's very retro, but I feel as though it's still really relevant. And I applaud artists who put out vinyl till you know today. Um, I miss the days of going to the physical record store and picking out vinyl and pulling them out of the sleeve, looking at the artwork. Um, for me, that's a piece of technology that I'll hold near and dear till the day I die because I just absolutely love it. Somebody said to me a, a while ago, and I never forgot this, he, he made a joke about my question where he said, but you understand that at some point, every piece of retro technology was cutting edge. That's right. And absolutely. Uh, uh, to this day, I, I, I smile when I think about that. Uh, Patrick, if people want to learn a little bit more about you, what you do, uh, what is the best way for them to reach out and get a hold of you? 
Uh, the best way is just to email me directly. My email is william.mcgarry, M-C-G-A-R-R-Y is my last name, at tpx.com. Email me anytime. At tpx.com. Fantastic. We'll put a link in the description box below for those of you who want to reach out to Patrick. And on that, I will say thank you, sir. We appreciate you. your time, Absolutely. your expertise, and your opinion. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, uh, the Cyber Pro Podcast puts out three episodes a week, generally, if we're drinking enough coffee, uh, <laughs> on various topics around cybersecurity. We engage with folks who come from all different backgrounds, and hopefully some of our material will resonate with you, and we look forward to seeing you again. Thank you so much, Patrick. Thank you, sir. Respect. <laughs> really appreciate being uh, invited to your podcast. Thank you, sir.